0: creator radio good afternoon everybody tuesday january 21st 2020 4 33 p.m chicago illinois i'm your host andres benitez thank you for tuning in to creator radio All right, all right, all right. Yes, sir. Welcome back, everybody, to Creator Radio. Once again, I'm your host, Andres Benitez. Episode number 18, I believe. um, The title, Conor McGregor's return to the UFC. And a little NFL recap for you guys for today's episode. Um, But, yeah, I just wanted to do... A uh, quick episode, very quick episode, a little bit to talk about, but we had a lot going on in sports, in the sports world, so I wanted to talk about what's going on with that. No real announcements today, so I'm not going to take any time to take announcements, but I will take a little time to plug all of the outlets that Creator Radio is now um, streaming off of. So, if you don't know, now you know. Creator Radio on Spotify, hit that follow button. On Apple Music, go subscribe and give us a rating and review. On Anchor, uh, just leave us a message. And then, of course, if you'd like to email me personally with any questions, comments, and concerns, the email to do that at is and will always be. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Creator Company. 401 at gmail.com. That's creator, C R E A T O R, company, C O M, P A N Y, 401 at gmail.com. But yeah, that's going to do it. Let's get right into today's episode. Let's go. Creator Radio. Okay, like I said, on the agenda, we got on the agenda today, we have. Conor McGregor's return to the UFC, so we'll talk about that first, a little NFL recap. But yeah, let's get right into the Conor McGregor fight. Um, I wasn't even going to talk about this. I wasn't even going to watch the fight, and I was debating telling you guys like all of the details as far as like my involvement in the fight. Um, if you've listened to previous episodes, you know that I am not a gambler by any means, uh, but I was feeling feeling a little lucky and I went ahead and made a bet. It ended up being a very stupid bet, but I ended up making a bet on the Connor McGregor fight against uh, Cowboy. Uh, so the amount I will withhold from the record, it is not a an obscene amount of money. It's something that I could you know take care of on my own, but I do not want to discuss money terms here. So, yeah, I'll just kind of run through the how we got to where we are now. Um, it's kind of a funny story, but we were with some friends all hanging out. It was me and some fraternity members, as you would expect this this type of, you know, heinous activities to occur. Um, we were drinking beverages of choice. So, you know, the conversation did arise of gambling. And again, I was, you know, I was feeling pretty confident. Uh, I knew what the gambling line was. Um cerrone cowboy was you know like plus 280 some uh, on the gambling line so i was like you know what i'm gonna make a bet i am not by any means a fan of conor mcgregor um i don't i don't find him i don't like his attitude i don't like the way that he's treated the sport of of mma i know there's a lot of people who are obsessed with conor mcgregor and everything that he is um done for the sport personally i am not a fan so it's like this is great he lost to khabib he lost to mayweather this is kind of like a legacy match for him um so why not why not put a little money excuse me on the fight and see see if we hit we'll see see if we hit i had watched previously a couple matches about cowboy i didn't really know who he was Saw him take on some, you know, real talent, you know, a couple guys, one seventy. I saw that he knew how to wrestle. I have a, a background in wrestling, so I, I knew that he was competent and you know, he knew how to wrestle. Seeing him throw some real fights, get out of some sticky situations, see him take a couple couple punches. I was like, this is a no-brainer going all in. Well, not all in, but I'm betting I'm going to put some money on on Cowboy. Love the line. Love the situation. Love the storyline. Kind of quiet guy. I like that, too. He wasn't talking at all. Conor was all talk as normal. But if you know how the fight went, and I think a lot of you do by now, uh, I lost my entire bet in 40 seconds. Conor McGregor um, by way of knockout. Or TKO, I believe. I believe the term is TKO, but by way of TK- TKO, knocked out cowboy within 40 seconds with these shoulder blows that I've never seen before, and it was just the quickest, quickest money I've ever seen fall like straight out of my hand, and into somebody else's Venmo account. Um, so shout out Marty Chester. He was he's the homie of mine that we that we put money on. The way that we set it up was. You know, in accordance to the gambling line. So I said, okay, Marty, well, if I'm going to make a bet, how about this? If Cowboy knocks out McGregor in the first round, I win a sum of money. That sum of money would be larger than if past the first round, then Cowboy wins the fight by, you know, decision or whatever like that. And he said, okay, I will do the same thing. So if, if McGregor knocks out Cowboy in the first round, I get a sum of money. I, we agreed to that sum of money and then past that, we agreed to a smaller sum of money. So already playing the different situations, hoping hoping to get, you know, a quick maybe, you know, I, I was unlikely that um, Cowboy was going to win the fight. I mean, according to the gambling line. So I was like, this is great. Like if he does win the fight, I can use that to make more money in the first round if he, you know, if he somehow pulls out this win. Felt good about my chances anyway, regardless of the gambling line. So it's like, okay, this is easy. This should be easy money. Uh, but no, I, <laughs> I literally was watching it on my phone. And 40 seconds into the fight, I just a complete and utter disaster. But I will say this. I am not. Un, I am not. I was a loser. But I was not as big of a loser as Dan Bilzerian. I'm going to pull up his his Instagram very quickly because he lost... I want to get this number right. Oh, he put pocket change, but the sum of money that is on this man's table is quite, quite a lot of money, uh, probably close to a million dollars on the table. So... In some way, me and Dan Bilzerian are very similar, and we both watched our money get lost in 40 seconds. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to talk quickly about the fight. I know that a lot of people were tuning in, so I thought it'd be funny to at least share my experience with you guys. Be honest. The, the lesson of my experience in this this segment, don't gamble on sports. I don't care how long you've done it for or, you know, if you know, you you know, you have a really good feeling about something. You can put, you know, small amount of money, big amount of money, medium sized amount of money. Uh, Gambling is still gambling. And I've definitely learned my lesson. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not I'm sure I will put other put other bets down as my, as my years go on. I, you know, gambling is just, is going to be a part of everybody's lives. I feel like, and I don't see anything wrong with, with doing it. Um, but it has definitely taught me be very, don't be, don't put any amount of money on the line that you wouldn't want to see lost, uh, especially in 40 seconds. Not saying that I, I lost a huge sum of money, but it was enough where I was like, damn, that, that kind of sucks, sucks. Um, so yeah that was the McGregor fight that was his reintroduction to the UFC um, as far as his his storyline goes as, as a fighter in the UFC I see one of two situations one of one of three situations happening two of them I'm, I am a fan of one of them I am not a fan of um, the first situation that I see him fighting in is a rematch of him and Khabib. I don't see that happening nor do I want to see that happen. I think Khabib would just it'd be the same, it'd be the same fight. It would go two rounds or how many rounds it went. It'll be all wrestling. Khabib is a much technically more sound wrestler and grappler, uh, MMA all around more more diverse fighter than McGregor. So I, I'm certain that he would win that fight. Another fight that I could see happening, which would probably be the most likely thing that will happen, will be he'll fight Masvidal. I don't want. I think I said that correctly. Masvidal. Again, I would actually love to see this fight, but I, you know, if I was gambling again, I'm not going to. But if I was gambling again, I put the absolute house on Masvidal to knock the crap out of Conor. I, I, I think that this guy is. Is a bully, and I, I cannot even see Connor lasting, you know, more than a minute in in a in a cage with Mosvadall. And then the third situation was probably another very likely situation. Connor takes another another lower grade fight, or you know, maybe he dabbles in boxing or something like that. I know it, it's probably like this third outside world type of fight where it's still relevant. It's against somebody who's who has a name. Um, But, you know, maybe it's a rematch of Diaz and him. That would be kind of cool to see. But I think the most logical next step for McGregor's career is to fight Masvidal and get his ass whooped, get his ass fucking kicked by this guy. Uh, I think he's real business and I don't I don't see Conor uh, lasting in a ring with him. Could be maybe he could fight and win against another third guy, but again he's I think he he is a striker he's got he's very good striking ability but the second that you get McGregor like off of his feet and onto a mat I don't see it going very well for him I know that um, all the fans of McGregor would be like well he's been trading on on all of his groundwork that's great but there's a certain point uh, especially uh, I was a wrestler so I know you know when somebody can out out wrestle you, you know. When somebody can out grapple you, you know pretty immediately that they know what they're doing and you don't. Um, so yeah, those are my thoughts on the fight. Uh, shout out Marty for taking home the W. Uh, don't gamble, kids. That's another lesson out of this. And then, as far as Conor McGregor's legacy, it, it is intact. He's back. Um, he has returned to the UFC, to the world, to the scope. Uh, of USC, but I see his next fight going very poorly for him uh, unless he fights a third party or, you know, does does another lower card fight before taking on somebody more serious like Khabib or Masvidal. OK, so that, that was the first segment. And now we'll go into the NFL recap. Creator Radio. OK, diving into the NFL recap now. A lot of great football was played. Over the weekend, we're going to go over the AFC championship and the NFC championship. And then we're going to talk about the Super Bowl and what's to come. So the Super Bowl is set. We have the Chiefs versus the 49ers. Obviously, in the AFC championship, we had the Titans versus the Chiefs. Chiefs winning that one. 35-24, 35 to 24, and then in the NFC Championship, the 49ers and the Packers, the 49ers putting on a very impressive display of football, 37 to 20. That score does not reflect how lopsided that game was, uh, only due to some some magic at the end from Aaron Rodgers that they were able to put up those 20 points, but total blowout in my mind but yeah let's just dive into each game and then we'll talk about a little super bowl previews just tell you guys how i'm feeling about about what's to come in in miami super excited to be at the end of the year at you know finally done with football super excited to dive right into the nba but I think that this Super Bowl is going to be very, very fun. Very, you know, great matchup. And it should just be a f- fantastic game to watch and just enjoy from a, you know, an unbiased third party perspective. Um, obviously, being a Patriots fan, Pats are out. Been out. Lost to the Titans. Um, and obviously, you know, everybody's like, oh, but the Chiefs and you hate the Chiefs. I'm being completely honest with you. I don't mind seeing the Chiefs in. The Super Bowl. I really don't. Uh, I do like Patrick Mahomes. I I do like their high-powered offense. It is quite a circus. It's it's very much a entertaining thing to watch them play. So you know if the Patriots aren't going to be in it, I don't want to see another snooze like last year that had the Patriots in it. So I, I'm I'm perfectly fine, uh, being with the Chiefs being there representing the AFC. Personally, I will I will be rooting for the 49ers. Uh, but yeah, that's but yeah, let's just dive into both games, the AFC Championship, NFC Championship, and then we'll go give you guys a little prediction of what I think this what's gonna happen in the Super Bowl. Okay. Starting with the AFC Championship, the Titans and the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, we're my homies. Shout out Jalen and Jalen and Jacoby. They always do that. I know it's from a song, but I'm a young head and I don't I don't know what song that's from. So if you know what song that's from and you want to roast me, hit me up, creator company uh, creatorcompany401 at gmail.com. Shameless plug. But yeah, Patrick Mahomes doing Patrick Mahomes things went crazy, crazy. Brought the team to a victory and sent the Chiefs to the Super Bowl in the first like the last fifty years, pretty crazy. Um what I, I was just watching the game and it's just like they could go down like ten points, it could go down twenty points, it could even be like, you know, late in the third quarter and they're down, you know, a certain amount of points. The Chiefs will never, never, ever, ever, ever be out of a game as long as Patrick Mahomes is behind and behind the snap. And playing quarterback. Um, and that's gonna be a huge problem for the 49ers. But we'll talk about it a little bit more. But yeah, this team's never out of the game. They could go down a big margin, still, still come back, still, still be right there no matter what. And they could do it in, you know, four, five, six, seven minutes, depending on how long the other team is is holding the ball on for. But did a great job of taking care of of stopping Derrick Henry. He only rushed for 68 yards and a touchdown. That's exactly what they had to do. I mean, I they you know, they let up 24 points to the Titans. That's not that impressive, but I think that the big what everybody was saying is like, okay, how do you stop Derrick Henry? They found a way to, t- to stop Derrick Henry, and he didn't rush for 100 yards, and that's usually a good sign if he rushes for over 100 yards that the Titans are leaning towards uh, getting a victory. I know they had some stupid stat. I was like, if Derrick Henry, when Derrick Henry rushes for over 100 yards, they're like some stupid number. Or no. Obviously, it doesn't correlate, but but yeah, they did a great job of stopping Derrick Henry. Tyreek Hill showed up 67 yards and two TDs in the air. That's all that they needed to ask for him. That was pretty simple. And But the defense is a little soft. Uh, again, they gave off 24 points to the Titans. That really shouldn't happen. And I think that's going to be a huge weak spot that the 49ers need to take advantage of. Um, another thing that the 49ers need to take advantage of is recognizing that the Chiefs do not have a run game in the stadium, in the country, in uh, the world. These guys, are there is no non-existent running game. And if the 49ers are smart, they will take full advantage of that, stack up their secondary, and just let their line like go to work because I don't think that um, Mahomes wants to hand off the ball. I know he wants to throw it. So that's going to be a huge thing for the 49ers to take care of is – to stopping them in the air and hopefully making them run the ball. If, they, if if the 49ers can make the Chiefs run the ball, and we'll talk about this later, this will be brought up again, but if the 49ers make them run the ball and keep them out of the air... This game is going to be really, really good, and it should be very competitive. Uh, But, yeah, so that was the AFC Championship. Now we'll go on to the NFC Championship, the Packers and the 49ers. Packers are frauds. Uh, No more excuses from Aaron Rodgers. Didn't score a single fucking point in the first half of the game. Uh, That's just unexcusable. Excuse me, from Aaron Rodgers. I just think that he's come to a point in his career where he's made all these excuses and needed the, the new coach. He didn't like McCarthy, so he got Lafleur. They didn't have a defense, so they went on and got a defense. And even that, like, they weren't, like, the defense wasn't that great, but it was better than whatever Aaron's been usually with. Um, so, yeah, it just didn't make a lot of sense to me. Excuse me, I'm just grabbing my laptop charger laptop's about to die I don't want the show to just stop for no reason that would suck Um, sorry where was I oh yeah Aaron Rodgers, no more excuses. This is ridiculous. You should be, you're paid, you got paid way too much to just fucking lay a goose egg. And I'm even surprised that they put up 20 points at the end of the game, but embarrassing from the Packers, absolutely embarrassing. Um, And then the 49ers, I love, I love the way that they played. This game was a great exhibition of, of who they are as a team. Their run dominant team, Raheem Mostert, four TDs, 220 yards rushing. That's fantastic. (laughs) They just—they were in control. If you can run the ball in the NFL these days, is really hard for defenses to let off the gas, um, as far as being up on the line, stacking the box, and then you can let you know your Debo Samuel and your George Kittle and your Emmanuel Samuels um, wide receivers just go to work. The defense has to respect Raheem Mostert, has to respect uh, Matt Breda. Then, then, you know, that really opens up the field for you. And that's what they should be looking for against um, the Chiefs as far as offense goes. Make the Chiefs respect the run game. Let the wide receivers go a little bit crazy. Get some good, good fucking touchdowns in, good throws in, big yardage, and then then the Chiefs will back off. And then you let uh, Mostert and the other running backs go to absolute work on the Chiefs. I don't think the Chiefs have a single ounce of run defense in them. So they need to exploit that um as far as the 49ers go, they need to exploit that against the Chiefs. So yeah, I love the way uh Jimmy was controlled. garoppolo played great. I I, I had talked about this earlier, like way earlier in earlier like episodes of Creative Radio. But I was like right now it's great to watch Jimmy and um Lamar Jackson play because they're it's easy as fluid and that's the regular season. When the playoffs come on the road in a playoff situation, I mean, obviously Jimmy wasn't, he was at home, but on the road in a playoff situation, will these two quarterbacks break so far? Jimmy has said, no, I'm not, I'm completely fine. I was able to control the ball and Lamar broke down um, losing to the Titans. But so, yeah, love the way Jimmy was controlled. Didn't get, he didn't choke up. Love the run game that was, that was put on, put on display. uh, Raheem. Total animal. Uh, Love the defense that was on display. They really took care of Aaron Rodgers. Nick Bosa was an absolute monster in the trenches. Put a ton of pressure on on Rodgers. And I think that they will easily give the Chiefs the biggest problem that they've faced all year um, as far as a defense goes. I don't think anybody is going to compare to what the 49ers have in store. But with that being said, let's dive right into the matchup. 49ers. Chiefs, the spread is like a point and a half towards the Chiefs, and then the over under is like fifty one points. I, I think, if if my brain is is being my brain, I think that the Chiefs will definitely will probably win this game. So I'm leaning Chiefs. Um, as far as the spread goes, it's a point, so that's that I'm I'm not gonna touch that. I'll, I'll give the Chiefs the point and a half. Uh, as far as the over under goes. Don't be surprised if the under hits, but I'm going with the over here. Um, these these games have been pretty high scoring. So I think that regardless of, of the defenses playing, there should be a, a good amount of points on the board. Should should be well over 50, but don't be surprised if the under hits here. Um, you know, 40 like we saw last year, I mean, it was completely different teams, but the Super Bowl was like. Like a snooze for the first half, and then after that, then it started to open up. So if there's another, you know, slow first half, then that under is gonna hit pretty hard. And as far as a matchup, like I said, I do see the Chiefs winning this game, but it it the problem is, and what I'm debating in my mind is will the 49ers defense let the Kansas City Chiefs offense Back into the game If they go up In the first half We've seen how The Chiefs always Always, always, always Will be in Any Any game Like they've never been They've they've been down 20 points 30 some Whatever Doesn't matter They can come back And score a bunch of touchdowns Because they're playing Inferior Like compared to their offense Inferior defenses Now that you have a real Robust 49ers defense I don't know I don't know if they're going to be able to get back into a game. So that would, you know, lead lead me to believe that the 49ers would win. But, and this is the only way that the 49ers will win this game, they have to have an absolutely flawless, flawless execution uh, of offensively. They need to score at least, I'd say like, a touchdown and a field goal every quarter just to be in the conversation of, of, of hanging with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs because if they go up, the Chiefs are going to come back and probably get themselves back into the game. Uh, but then that's when the defense comes into play. So there's a lot of things going back and forth in my head. Uh, but my brain is telling me that the Chiefs will win this game. But if, you know, If the 49ers defense is locked down and they they throw something at the Chiefs that they've never seen before and they can't the Chiefs can't throw the ball, they have to resort to running the ball, they're fucked. The Chiefs are fucked. And then as far as the 49ers, they gotta play an absolutely flawless game of football. Score a lot of points throughout, you know, the first half. They they gotta go really heavy in the first half and then very consistent in the second half. So they gotta put up, you know, like 30-some points in the first and then another 15 to 20 in the second half. Um, I don't know if that's gonna happen but the way that the chiefs play it's just it, they're never out of this game and that's what's so crazy to me is that like you could they the 49 the 49ers need to have an absolutely flawless 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 game. But yeah those are my thoughts um, It was cool to see the reactions from you know both both teams as far as you know we had Richard Sherman. was pretty emotional after catching his uh, game-ending interception, him being on the Seahawks, him getting injured, him working his way back. He he had a really good post-game interview and he was like, We knew that these guys couldn't fuck with us. Like, they, they weren't ready the first time. And they were talking about, Oh, we're going to get them now. Like, no, we've been ready. We're ready for you. We were ready for you in the beginning of the season. We were ready for you at the end of the season. Uh, the Packers aren't even a problem for us. So we, we knew that we were going to win this game cleanly. You know, I as far as that mentality carrying over to the Super Bowl, I'm sure there's more nerves, but I do like to hear that um, the 49ers defense is is and will be war ready. I think it's going to be an absolutely fantastic game to watch. Um, And finally, like again, I I don't know if I said this earlier, but a third-party unbiased person just just hoping for a really good game. Uh, But, yeah, so that's going to do the wrap-up of the AFC and the NFC Championship games and then a little Super Bowl 49, or not 49, uh, Super Bowl um, insight, if you will. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and that's going to be the episode today for Creator Radio. This outro was so bad, but yeah, stick a lot stick around for a little bit. I'm going to plug um, once again the uh, freaking email, the Spotify, and Apple Music, and all that stuff. So thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate the streams and all the views going up. Keep spreading, uh, keep spreading the podcast, and just just let me know. Reach out if you have any questions comments and concerns thank you guys very very much i said it like three fucking times but thank you guys and peace Thank you for listening to Creator Radio. Again, I'm your host, Andres Benitez. If you'd like to reach out to the show with any questions, comments, and concerns, the email to do that at is and will always be creatorcompany401 at gmail.com. That's creatorcompany401 at gmail.com. If you don't know, now you know. Putting you on games, Spotify, Apple Music, and Anchor all are now hosting... Um, Creator Radio. So please search up Creator Radio and then my my name Andres Benitez uh, to find us on Spotify. Hit that follow button if you're enjoying it. Uh, Apple Music, please uh, give us a rating and a review. And then Anchor, yeah, just leave us a message on leave me a message on Anchor, and I will reach out and respond to anybody who's really interacting with the show right now. I mean, unless it's some stupid shit, but. Yeah, just again, thank you guys so much for listening. I've seen the the positivity and, um, you know, a little bit of up uptick with the views and the listens and the streams. So I really appreciate it. And I again, catch you guys next time. Creator Radio.